Hello, welcome back to another episode of Always Is Covered, the podcast helping you navigate the beauty industry and cut through the bullshit. Hello, COVID lady. <laughs> Hello. How are you, dear sick one? I'm okay. It's very, well, grat- it's very gratifying to know that you are not invincible of the COVID. <laughs> I am pissed. I am the first because I'm the first Mortimer to have COVID and we were convinced that we were an, <laughs> like some sort of deep, like prehistoric trait had helped us be immune. I was so certain. But um, I'm for- do you know what? Turns out I wasn't immune. I was just really good at mask wearing. And then the first weekend that I worked and didn't wear masks, I got COVID. Good gags. Way for you to one-up me on the um like time of my life where I've got the worst cold ever as well. And like I can't complain about it anymore because you've got COVID. Oh, I think you can. <laughs> I think you can. I will say that this girl was not meant for ISO. I've actually never had to isolate yet for like longer than – basically test results coming back. So I haven't had to isolate for like longer than 12 hours yet. <laughs> and, um, it's day two and like that's like day one. I, st- I went for a walk on day one before I tested. So like it's been 24 hours and um, I'm so bored. <laughs> I just like don't want to watch any TV. Everything sucks. It's day two. I've already baked every day. But as soon as I finish baking each day, I'm like. <laughs> baked every day. It's two days. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but every time that I finish baking, I sit down and I'm like, oh, I've overstretched myself. I'm exhausted. And then I like spiral and get a fever. So, <laughs> so isn't it funny how exhausted me. you get though? Like you go from um, a minor amount of energy and you're like cool, yeah. up and about. I'm like it. feeling good. Yeah. yeah. And then all you want to do is sleep for the rest of the day. Yeah. The thing is I haven't napped at all yet, like not once, and I'm not sleeping that well at night either. Meanwhile, Brenton, who's currently still negative. <laughs> Is um, sleeping the whole day. <laughs> like, it's going to be shit though because he's going to get it right before you're done and then you're both going to be stuck in ISO for another seven no, days. So I you hope don't you're... get stuck. I'm no. fine. Wait, so he's going – he can go out right now? No. Oh. But, but once I've done my ISO, oh. I can go out and he can't. Why are you acting like you haven't had this happen to you? Mate, I have forgotten. It's a very distant memory now. It's gone. Because remember Adrian left the house and you had to just kick on. That's right. He fucked off on me, little bastard. Yeah, dicks. Anyway, enough about COVID, bit of a dampener. Also, Jamie from Brow House absolutely struck me to the core when she's like, lol, who gets COVID anymore? <laughs> I was like, ah, you're right. I'm so daggy. Like, at least I could have got it when everyone else got it. Now it just feels so lame. Like, you're either immune or you had COVID at New Year's. Like, this batch is so uncool. <laughs> now, nah, there's people getting it for round two, so just pretend that it's your second time around, I would yeah, say. Yeah, I actually had a girl cancel. It was her second time. She canceled earlier in the week and she had an appointment with me on Saturday morning. Mm. I was about to, like, text her and be like, hey, funny story. I couldn't have done it anyway because I also have COVID. And I was like, Maybe I should just leave this poor lady alone. But Yes. <laughs> She didn't ask your life story, but if you're both in lockdown, maybe she did. Yeah. And she's like, oh, it's so much worse the second time. So you've got that to look forward to. Oh, dear. Yeah. Maybe that's what I've got. I really need to do another rat test. You're fine. You're fine. Um, I think you've had your little sickness for too long now for it to be COVID, but literally let's stop talking about illnesses, shall we? Let's talk about beauty news. Uh, That's the tea on that. 
Okay, well, I guess the first thing that I wanted to talk about, which is probably not beauty news, but, like, I just watched it today and I wanted to discuss with you. <laughs> She's gone rogue already, yeah. Yeah. Um. So, have you watched the Emma Chamberlain Bizarre YouTube video? I have not. Okay, well, it's her in Paris, in Paris Fashion Week, going to a Louis Vuitton show and then going, like, thrift shopping. <laughs> Mm-hmm. thrift shopping <laughs> she, was trying, Moira Rose. <laughs> she was trying to say the Macklemore song thrift shopping <laughs> and then uh, getting a coffee and it was just so chic and anyway I posted on our stories last week when she um sorry I lost my thoughts <laughs> I lost vision and thoughts when she posted her makeup look and it was like this super soft, like matte eye on the top, and yeah. then this super black smoky line on the bottom. And I yeah. was like, "It's huh? back! It's back!" And she's wearing that look in this video, and I just love it. And I, I never, truly, never thought I'd hear or see the day where I said black liner on the bottom, but not on the top. I can't fucking wait to bring this back. This was my jam from. Year 9 to year 12, all I wore on the weekend because I wasn't allowed to at school was like, like you'd put the, I would put the black liner in my waterline and then I'd be like, oh, I'm just going to slip <laughs> down <laughs> below into my lash line and then yeah. we'd just like, you know, leave it, but just like reapply it all the time because it starts to look weird when you wear very heavy black liner on the bottom of your bottom half of your eye and you don't have it in your waterline because all of a sudden it's like black nude white Mm. black (laughs) and I did notice like by the end of the video it looked less chic than at the start so it's like it is a fucking high maintenance trend it's like glossy eyelids but yeah not not the exact opposite it's a yes it's a disgusting under under eye yeah the undercarriage um (laughs) so yeah that's a trend that we need to look out for and it's not I'm not talking like lower lash line like that's fine it's the fact it's the nakedness on the top and Mm. the bottom heaviness that is like never before seen (laughs) in this era great i'm here for it next up in beauty news sunday riley have announced their first ever brand ambassador this week who was phoebe Deniva. No, <laughs> we just Googled this. I know, I can't remember. De- Dina- Phoebe Deniva. <laughs> Phoebe Deniva. <laughs> You're so good at that. <laughs> She's the chick from Bridgerton. Yeah. Phoebe Deniva. Phoebe Deniva from Bridgerton. <laughs> this is sort of a rogue move because. So rogue because it's such who a, like, has. Long con maneuver. Who has yeah. beauty ambassadors other than. Clinique, Lancome, Rimmel. Dior, like, maybe. Um, yeah, it's weird. Uh, don't get it. Also, I feel like a lot of those brands are like those market-leading brands that have skincare and makeup. And the fact that it's just skincare, I'm a bit like, how are you going to take photos of her all done up? Like, just, I just splashing her face in the sink? Or? That's it. What's the benefit of having her as an ambassador? They've said that they didn't just pick her for a pretty face. They picked her because of her values apparently as well and the whole – they talked about their becoming a B Corp last year and how Phoebe Dinova has her own like eco-sustainable values as well. Anyway, it just seemed like it was a big push for good genes. And then I thought to myself, what actually is the point of this? Because she's done her thing now where she's like, I'm the face of good jeans. I'm the face of Sunday Riley. What's she going to do next? 
Is it an excuse to use her face in their marketing material for the next few months? I don't understand. Yeah, I'm actually bamboozled by it. And also Bridgerton's a bit done. No, I think a- it's about to come back uh, maybe now and or she next, does- we- next Wednesday or something. Uh, so the timing is actually right in line with season two Bridgerton. So, okay. And perhaps it's just a way of like she obviously she's going to be on the full press tour, what do they call it, and maybe they're just like, oh, who the fuck can we find that is just going to be on every single media publication? Mm-hmm forevermore and I guess you know what with that comes like the vogue in the bathroom and the something something get ready with me and all of those and maybe it's just a way very true maybe it's a cheaper way for them to shoehorn their product into her vocabulary and like pictures and beauty routine for the next few months probably yeah next up in beauty news Jacqueline Hill is dissolving her lip filler Next up in beauty news. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just find it interesting because she really has blown up her face, right? And Did you watch well, the video? Yeah, of course I did. Bloody okay. painful. She's just so much. It like was only that. like 30 seconds of dissolving lip filler talk as well. And I was like, oh, I've watched this whole video for this. I know. I know. I sort of have to hate watch. Um, So it's interesting because we're really seeing this in – Shani Grumman, we're seeing it in Jaclyn Hill, we're seeing it in Molly May, we're seeing it across the board. There's this huge movement of taking out breast implants, yes, um, dissolving filler. So all of the people five years ago that were influencing trends with the big lips and the big boobs are all now dissolving. Khloe Kardashian like, what, get, getting yep. rid of her BBL. The people that were setting the trends five years ago and now all undoing them yes which is great that we have that option but also kind of wild and with the lip filler a lot of them are actually dissolving to then have it redone in a more normal sense but the issue with a lot of filler is that you get migration and so the filler slowly starts to move up towards the nose and all in that little mustache area and you end up just looking like a bit of a psycho really yeah once it's migrated, though, is it going to just migrate again more easily in future or does it have to be like a, it's a capacity thing, like it's it's overflowing from the place in which it was placed? Mm. I don't know the answer, so I'm asking you. Well, that's the thing. Like you'd think that it would almost move downwards with gravity, but. Well, it can't. I mean, it's the lip is the bottom of the down. It doesn't Your top lip doesn't do go mean? lower than your top lip. outwards and downwards. Oh, that would be even worse. Like a handlebar mustache. <laughs> um, I I don't know. I do think it's – you're right. Once it's hap- – like once you've had migration – is that even the word? I've said yeah. it too many times. No, it is. Um, you might be more prone to it like down the line. But I also think it's like the placement, the skill of the injector, how much filler you have, like the more mm. you have, the more likely it's going to migrate. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. It is interesting and it's also very refreshing to live through. I would say this is the first time in our lives that we've been of the age where we've lived through a trend now. Like giant filled lips is kind of like we're coming out the other side of it. And I think that seeing celebrities dissolving their lip filler to go for a more natural look is like 
it's like the 90s of the eyebrows, which we didn't really deal with quite so badly where we well, overplucked our eyebrows. I was literally about to say, how dare you say we haven't lived through a trend? Because we did. We lived through skinny eyebrows to thick eyebrows. Yeah, but maybe I personally didn't deal with overplucking my eyebrows, so it's not something that I'm as oh, cognizant of. Oh, then it didn't of. exist for the rest of the world then. No. Man. <laughs> no, I'm not saying for the rest of the world it didn't exist. I'm saying for us it's our first time. Nah, I definitely had the skinny brows. But, yeah, yeah, interesting. And flare jeans, like there's many things. We've seen flare jeans. I'm sorry, a flare jean was back. not an irreversible cosmetic procedure. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about like... Mm, I guess it's probably not our era. I was going to say like tramp stamp. True. Definitely something else though that's happened that people have then had to be like, hmm. I did that. I'm going to think about that again on the other side of this phase. Speaking of, how interesting that Estée Lalonde got like three ginormous arm tattoos and is not 12 months later getting them removed. Yes, an interesting choice. I've also seen Allegra Shaw is getting her giant like triangle arm tattoo with a pair of antlers in it removed as well. So there's definitely also a trend of celebrities having their tattoos removed too, or not celebrities, influencers, yeah. but probably celebrities too. So when you get your tattoos removed, do they actually ever go to nothing or do you yeah. just you really like nothing if yeah. you have enough sessions? Yeah. Uh, okay, I thought that it just went to like – pretty faded but like still like a bit of a gray tone there and I was like oh that's like kind of shit you can do it to pretty faded and then go over them like if you want to have a replacement tattoo put in the yeah. same spot and then it's cheaper because it's just a cover-up job um or you can actually get them removed and they like they essentially obliterate the particles within your skin through like laser beams to remove the pigment it's yeah. pretty wild what they do interesting anyway this is a huge tangent what were we talking about well we were talking about the dissolving hill which is a really good segue actually into speaking of regrettable beauty decisions bella hadid this week did an interview Mm. with vogue where she said that she had a well she finally admitted i guess it's been conjecture for a long time that she had a nose job and she has said that yes she did at the age of 14 and that she wishes that she kept the nose of her ancestors because mm. she thinks it would have suited her. Yeah. Yeah, I do think it's interesting in general people regretting um, cosmetic procedures. I also think it is interesting in terms of her sort of like erasing her like Palestinian heritage and just like trying to be like the most Eurocentric ideal of beauty ever. Like how sad, do you know what I mean? It's like, you know, getting double eyelid surgery and... I don't know. There's there's some cosmetic procedures that are like borderline racist. Do you know with certain procedures it's like you're just trying to be more white looking and that's really sad. I agree and I think also my initial thoughts when I found out about her having it done at the age of 14 was sort of that's an interesting choice by her parents to I imagine encourage that because you're not 14 and saying that you want a cosmetic procedure done and not having it entertained by your parents in some way. Like they obviously encouraged it enough to allow her to go through with it and potentially like who's to say that it didn't come from them, especially if, you know, Gigi's nose was different to hers and she wanted to look or have that more Caucasian white-looking Eurocentric nose. That's very true. I did think my first thought was like, what the fuck, Yolanda? And then also, Mm -hmm. but... 
she was like their manager and everything as they were models and she was a model and stuff. So she was probably pro it because she was like, this is going to get her jobs, blah, blah, blah. Absolutely she would have been. And I know girls who I went to school with who've gone on to have careers in beauty who had cosmetic procedures done when we were in high school to improve beauty. She had her ears pinned. And I think that's a decision by a parent to change the look of your kid. Yeah, ears and pinned they... is tricky because for some reason ears pinned is like a primary school procedure. Yeah. yeah, and I don't know. You're right. I have no idea why that is considered normal because nothing about it is – it's not like, you know, deviated septum, sneaky nose job. It is just that your ears stick out. There's nothing – stop. I mean, maybe sunglasses don't stay on your head very well or something, but same, and that's just a small temple, small head issue. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's so weird that – yeah, primary school kids get that. I don't know. It's yeah, it's a bit fucked, isn't it? Yeah, I would say it's definitely a bit fucked and I think that there's nothing wrong with making a decision as an adult that you want to change your body, but I think making a decision as a child, uh, and this goes into such grey territory because of people who are, you know, trans. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, fuck, I don't even know. I was going to say there's an element of character building that comes from being a little bit different and growing through that as a person and realising that, like, you appreciate the features that make you unique I think, and that's not the case for everybody and power to you if you want to change in the future, but I don't know. It's so tricky. Very interesting question. Next up in beauty news. Just a quick, pretty much single sentence thing. Glossier U is being released in candle form. I hereby vote that it will not smell the same as the perfume. We need not worry about not being able to get access to it. No. Like I still want to, although I do love the burn one that I keep saying smells like Glossier U. You're right. I think it probably won't, but it's still exciting. Second last in beauty news, there was a Pat McGrath Barbie created this month for Women's History Month. We are a little bit late on this piece of beauty news, uh, but essentially Pat McGrath Barbie, very, very exciting. And it was created among other role models such as Shonda Rhimes. (gasps) and other people who I don't personally know, so I'm not going to continue to read them out. (laughs) Um, But, yes, she has been named as part of the female founders lineup for 2022. Are they all women of colour or the two people you listed just happen to be women of colour? I think I'm reading it on a women of colour publication and they are not all, but they are the ones that were mentioned. Interesting. Cool. I love that. Same. I wonder if she'll have, like, glittery eyeshadow or something she doesn't she's wearing a all black outfit with a makeup bag like a carry oh little God, bag that's got, <laughs> it's got brushes in it and she's wearing like the signature sort of like oversized shirt like large yeah. black shirt yeah with loose leg pants and white sneakers yeah i think i want one are they available yet um they've said that the barbie brand is trying to close the dream gap quote-unquote dream gap, which is a period where girls are most likely to develop self-limiting ideas. So by bringing out this female founders collection, it's like you can be anything that you want vibes. Um, Yeah, isn't it lovely? The final piece of beauty news is the Dr. Dennis Gross Peelmobile. I love the assonance on that. Peelmobile. Same. Imagine quite similar to a Melbourne bus orange <laughs> uh and it's a bus is orange 
We have orange wraps on our buses. Uh, yeah, on Ventura ones, I guess. I thought they're like white with touches of orange. This is like the Simpsons school bus orange, or like the True. Magic school bus orange. Yes, or like, yeah, yeah. I would I say more more orange than those because they're more like that typical yellow, like oh, yeah, American school yeah, bus. So this yeah, is very yeah. orange, quite a modern looking bus. Anyway, I don't need to go into the details <laughs> of the bus. <laughs> How many wheels has it got? Has it got one of the expandable things in the middle? <laughs> it has six wheels, no expandable squidgy part in the middle. Uh, window bus on one side. Imagine, remember, I, I don't personally remember, but Adrian tells me frequently because I think he went to a country school. They used to have the dentist bus come and visit them at school. Yeah. Oh, you had that too. Good. Yeah, I did not. I went, to a, I went to a private city school. Yeah, your issue is that your Catholic bloody primary school, all the kids could afford dentistry. Um, my primary school, people could not. Um, it's wild that the dentist used to come to school. It's a great public health initiative, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. And this is a good public skin initiative. It's probably not free, but it's yeah. going, it's traveling around America. It's doing 11 cities in nine weeks, um, traveling to uh, Miami, Boston. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. New York, LA, San Antonio, Texas, San Diego, San Francisco, Los Angeles, Toronto. I said LA twice. Anyway, um, it's traveling for... You said, said nine weeks, or 11 said, weeks, nine cities, whatever. We get 11 it. destinations, nine <laughs> weeks. But actually this article I think is wrong because I think it's nine days. I don't even know. I think they've really fucked up. March 31st to June 6th. That sounds like seven days to me. Unless it's going. March to June. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. days. What is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? Anyway. It doesn't really matter because none of us are going, but it is interesting to know that they're doing a propeal on the bus mobile. I am petitioning personally for Dr. Dennis Gross to bring that bus to Australia. Yes. I will drive around on the bus. I'll be the bus woo girl. I don't care what it takes to bring the bus here. Everyone needs a peel. They're doing it to promote the launch of the new three-step peel kit, which includes the moisturizer as part of like the peeling system. Yes. Have you had the peel before from Dr. Dennis Gross at like a training or anything? I have. I was very lucky to experience the in-depth peeling sensation of yeah. that peel. It like freezes your face. It's so good. Freezes or burns. But it felt like ice. Yeah. I remember being really proud because they were like, tell us when it burns. And you're like, burning. And I was like, 
okay, burning. And it felt like it was like, a, I was like, hell yeah, that was longer than most. Yeah, yeah. I got to burn for an extra yeah. long amount of time. Yeah. yeah. Go barrier. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the other thing that they're doing. They're teaching people about barriers, barriers on this bus. Yeah. Skin barriers. It's an educational it's a bus. bus. It's a peeling bus. It's a barrier bus. It's a. It's appealing. Bus. It's appealing. <laughs> she went there. The amount of puns available for this bus. Moving on from beauty news, I have a couple of empties to take you through, mm-hmm. if you would allow me. Mm-hmm. First up, Sadashi Calm Rose Face Mist. Very sad that this is gone. Mm. You know when you need a face mist, this was that, and I don't have one anymore. Yeah. I finished my Josh Rose Brook Hydration Accelerator and same feels. I should pick us up some more. I'm going to go to Marcy. I'm going to pick up some more things. Oh, Can you please drop it to me? Yeah, I think I will. Thank you. Next up, I also finished an Aesthetics RX B serum. Oh, disaster. I swear to God I just repurchased this. It's gone. So I'm actually livid about this. My first one lasted me such a long time. This one did not. I've also finished a go-too-much brighter skin. Mm. Again, would like to repurchase. Next up, Nude Sticks Nudies Bondo Bay. you finished a whole stick? I finished a whole stick of Bondo Bay, and this is a PSA to everyone who uses these. Use your brush Mm. to get into it when it reaches the point where you can't draw it on with your face anymore because there's like another half a centimetre of product in there. Mm. Also finished Anastasia Brow Definer. I go through a million of these. Also finished Lounge Face Lash. Disaster. I have another one. I really do like it. Same. My second one, I liked my first one more than my second one. Disaster. Have I said disaster a bit too much? I think I've only got three words on rotation. I think you do. (laughs) Last thing I finished, Toucha Indigo Repair Overnight Moisturizer. And I will absolutely be repurchasing this. It's the um, Serum in Cream. Serum in Cream. It's very lovely. And I really like it. And Hadrian really likes it. And it's replaced Ceramidin, Ceramidin for the meantime. Yeah. Yeah, and that's my empties. Dang, these products are so good. What's the deal? What is your beauty fave this week? My beauty fave this week is the perfume that you told me that I smell nice in, the Laboratorio Altifato, I believe it is called, Need You perfume. Yep. I feel like I'm talking on this podcast by myself at this stage. So sorry. I'm just getting one word interjections from you. Disaster. (laughs) (laughs) Jennifer. (laughs) Do you know what? I'm actually just one of those pads that has a little sound. (laughs) I think I could run a whole episode (laughs) with you on a sound pad. (laughs) We should try that next time you're sick with COVID. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I also want to do a shout out for the Too Faced peach matte palette i've been using that a lot this week and i'm really into the shade peach tea and i know that's everyone's favorite shade okay is it the really pink one no peach tea is the like really beige one that's like second from the top left okay what's your beauty fave this week mine's less of a product more of a thing but also still a product uh it (laughs) is lining the waterline Oh, you have a beauty fave that's a technique. Yeah. Um, the top or the bottom waterline? Well, I'd call it a tight line if I was referring to the tight line, which is the top. 
I would argue they're both waterlines of some sort, but anyway. No, I would I would argue theoretically that maybe they're both waterlines, but the, yeah. tight, the, the top is only a tight line and the bottom is a waterline. Yes, I would agree. Yeah, I yeah. will agree with that. Waterline. Couldn't escape if I wanted to. <laughs> I was going Madonna Borderline and you went Abba Waterloo. <laughs> but it, my pitch might not have been perfect and that might have been the downfall. <laughs> it was absolutely you. Okay. I'm playing Hurdle and that was Waterloo. Um, my favourite thing to do it with at the moment, I don't like it on myself so much. But I just feel like I've been doing that many bridesmaids and stuff this week where it's been like, it's almost done. I want to level up one notch. But, like, I don't want the whole thing darker. Yeah. And then you just, like, oop, and I slipped a bit of Barbarella Brown from Charlotte Tilbury in the waterline. You're like, fuck yeah, it's finished. It makes such a difference, especially because when I when I had my makeup done for Ella's wedding and that she put the lashes on me, but because my lashes are fair and she couldn't, she didn't really get quite to the root with the mascara. Okay, I was so like, you're talking about tight lining. Yeah, I am talking about tight lining now. <laughs> but yes, I also, I do. So I would, I would commonly tight line before I waterline. And I yeah. feel like most people would do the reverse. I most agree people with you. would put stuff on the bottom, but yeah. I'm a tight line Nazi because I've got a very visible top lash mm. line. And I don't like when you can see that fleshy bit. Fuck no. So I really like the Charlotte Tilbury bedroom black, I think, for, for tightlining the top. And I like Barbarella brown for the bottom. And a little bit on the plus side is when you're tightlining anyway, it will print a little bit to the waterline. So it almost gives just a little subtle kiss of Yeah, yeah, yeah. Depth. Sometimes I ask them to squish their eyes closed. Yes, tight. just to yeah. do that. Yeah. Just for a soft one. Because sometimes when you're actually lining it with a pencil, it's like, oh, where do I stop? You know, where you get that yeah. awkward bit near the tear duct and you're like, how do I fade this out? Yes, um, I can't fade it out. It's only pencil on wet, goofy yes, eye yes. skin. Whereas a few hard blinks will just give you that soft vibe. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a fave. Amazing. Actually, it's not a helmet. It's a hair mat. It has extra room so you don't mess up your hairdo. What's your non-beauty fave? My non-beauty fave is Gogglebox. <laughs> yep. It's the only thing that I have watched in the last two days. Everything else has given me the ick. And the best part about Gogglebox is that you can watch, like, 100 other shows in it. Yes. Okay, so I fair. watched a whole season of Gogglebox today. Oops. And then there's Celebrity Gogglebox, mm. which they say you can watch on 10 Play, but it's not there. I check all the time. So I think I have to watch that on Binge. I've only watched one episode oh. and I thoroughly enjoyed that. I have the biggest crush on, I don't even know if it's, I think it's Simon from Adam and Simon. I have always had a crush on him. Do you not know I don't about know my notorious Gogglebox crush? I don't know who Adam and Simon are. Well, if you know, you know. The non-ginger one in the pair. He's just so cute. I've literally loved him since, like, season one Gogglebox. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep. I did know that you had a crush on this person. Wow. Yeah, I love him. He's just, like, funny and cute and I love him. I I think think they only did one episode of Celebrity Gogglebox, just so you know. I think they made it out like it was a whole season, but they just released the first episode of this this new season as a celebrity episode. No. False. Okay. Slander. Sorry for the fake news. I'm sure I heard that on the radio, but I could be wrong. God, I hope you're wrong. I need more Hamish Blake and Zoe. 
Um, I'm going to say I think I'm right, but it's okay. No. I could be wrong. <laughs> One episode? Fuck that. It was like the... It was like the get warmed up for Gogglebox thing where they just threw the celebrities in for one episode, oh I'm pretty God, sure. Don't. Well, can you imagine how much they would have had to have paid Hamish to do a whole season of Gogglebox well, when I think he's paid he's a, a heap? But he's a Channel 9 guy and they got him on Channel 10 to do Gogglebox. No, they didn't. <sighs> That's so depressing. Anyway, the normal Gogglebox is good because I love the people on it and it's the best and I literally laugh and I cry every single episode why do you cry what are they what's there to cry about wonderful things they watch the so I've like basically seen all I need to see of the cave rescue documentary because that was on goggle box (laughs) there's also a show called doghouse where they like pair people with rescue dogs cry every single time there's also this show on literacy where they got a bunch of adults who had literacy difficulties and like taught them to be literate and they all like went and kicked their goals and I just sobbed my fucking eyes out at it like dogs and literacy really are the only two things I care about in life and they really got me um it's just the best they always have beautiful shows beautiful docos and I get the whole premise of it without having to watch the whole thing it's the best yeah no that's it works for your attention span absolutely don't you have got my attention span (laughs) what's your non-beauty fave my non-beauty fave is by far the best non-beauty fave going around town at the moment. It is, it is. literally going around town? <laughs> it is, isn't it? I hate this. I hate you e-scooter wankers so much. <laughs> if you take that shit on Marinda Highway, I will fucking knock you down with my car. <laughs> You're not you allowed to. Take that through the Guzman drive through I will rage. <laughs> Think about how quickly I can get Guzman because I don't have to sit and drive through. Do you know what? You could just scooter because your main issue is like crossing Maroondah Highway. If you could just scooter straight across the median strip, you're done. Anyway, I got an e-scooter. How did you arrive already? I don't understand. <laughs> I click and collected it, obviously. Oh. Anyway, picked it up. After pay day sales today, thought, Today's my day. I'm going to buy an e-scooter. Woke up, bought an e-scooter and picked it up. And now I can scoot, scoot everywhere I want to go. They go very quick. You feel like a speed demon. Adrian said he drove past a bunch of teenagers and felt like a big loser. (laughs) Yeah, as he should. As he absolutely should. And then I wrote it and he was like, oh, you look fine on it. (laughs) Don't look like a loser. So what Any- brand is it and how much did this set you back? I'm not telling you how much it costs. Why? I'll just Google it. Okay. It costs $700. But I worked out at current, petro- at current petrol prices, if we ride at 1,400 kilometres, <laughs> we've made our money in petrol. To where? Petrol costs so much money. Why would you weather? not? Wet f- weather. Yeah, okay. Well, wet weather's going to be a slight impediment on my scoot scooting, but that's fine. Wait till I take it down to the beach and I scoot all the way to Mount Martha and back. That'll be great fun all along the coastline. What a joy. That's fun. I'm all for an e-scooter at the beach. I just think that I don't condone it in the eastern suburbs. But that's fine. You wait. I might, just, I might hop on. I haven't got anywhere that I – like where would I go? Pop up to the fucking Glen or something on my e-scooter? <laughs> the Knox? I don't know. I mean I would rather walk. Wait till you stand on an e-scooter <laughs> and then tell me you'd rather walk. Okay, all right, we've been going on for too long. What's your snack this week? Just hook it to my veins! 
My snack this week is the bread that I made today, which is Eric Lim's maple milk bread. It's on New York Times Cooking. There is a video and also a recipe. It's excellent and it's not that hard work and it looks like a bread emoji. It actually looks so much like a bread emoji and it looks so soft that you could scrunch it into a ball and it would be a very small bread ball, but it looks very airy and fluffy. You know what I mean? Like, did you ever do that with your bread at school? Oh, um, that's the only way I used to eat bread. White bread. White yeah. bread squished into balls and then um, thrown into <laughs> tomato soup from a tin. Fair it's food. the only way yes. to eat food. It's weird, right? You make like a roux almost like you would with a bechamel. So you do flour and milk. You like cook that out and you have a paste and then you add cream to that and then you add flour and yeast and then you let it rise and then after an hour you knead it and you add like a little bit more bench flour and then you let it rise again. He said an hour and a half to two and a half hours but bitch Melbourne's warm and I went and checked after an hour and I was like good god it's It's fucking huge (laughs) and I put it in the oven and it continued to rise and I was like this thing is huge and it was huge. It was this beautiful rounded juicy top you cook it in like a loaf tin so it's like a mushroom shape right you do like two balls so you can rip the middle apart ah yeah and it's so soft and so delightful and to be honest it's very hands-off like you make a roux so easy and then you just add a bunch of oh has maple syrup in it a cup of maple syrup might i add it's quite a lot it's a lot of maple syrup it doesn't taste like when you hear that for reference, that's more than you can buy in any, like, one jar. They're normally, like, 160 ml. Oh, my God. It's more than a – that's, like well, – Thank that's God. That's, $18 worth of maple syrup. Well, I had that really – you know how I, I think my snack of the week once was a really fancy maple syrup? I used, like, the whole thing of that. It's probably, like, $30. But I was in ISO and I happened to have two bottles of maple, which got me through. Anyway, it's delicious. It has that mapley, like, nutty sweet flavor, but it's not overly sweet. It's just, like, brioche. Like, it's slightly sweet bread. So I Do had you just with- eat it as bread? I had it with butter and salt and then I didn't really feel like dinner and I made like a um, marinated, you know, the marinated pork rib thing that I do from Jeffrey's. I literally just did a little bit of that with lettuce and mayo in a sandwich. That That sounds incredible. Yeah. It would be perfect for um, like a chicken katsu sando. Yeah. Yeah. And I imagine that you could probably, I'm not sure, do more milk and less maple if you wanted it (laughs) slightly less maple or like expensive <laughs> and neutral and then you could just use it as like the best sandwich bread it tastes like bread top yeah it looks like bread top yeah so good yeah nice what's your snack my snack this week is cholula hot sauce yes red insert hook it to my veins grab yes i've been eating on everything cholula makes everything more delicious in particular a few soft mentions for where cholula has been extra delicious Scrambled eggs? Yes, eggs tick. The uh, gluten-free whiting bites from Jeffrey's. Oh, had the, them yesterday. The fish fingers had them tonight. Cholula, tick. Did what I get else? you onto them? Yes, you did. And I was at the supermarket just before and all they had was the squid. I like the squid chips. Oh, I, haven't, I haven't tried the squid okay. chip bite things, but there was one bag of the whiting and I was too short and I was trying to reach all the way up the back and I was like, excuse me, sir, and he stood up and then I was like, if you're taller than me. Oh, no. <laughs> and then was I was he? like, oh, I put my foot in it now. And then he was like, yep. And then he got up there. Oh, let me help you out. 
<laughs> yeah, just really rich because he's like, I've got to prove to him. Please, be sir, could you get on my shoulders and get these whining bites from the back of the freezer? Top shelf all the way at the back. It was a hard task for anyone, <laughs> let alone so the two shortest people in the supermarket. Do you know what? I reckon once a month an old ethnic lady asks me to get her something from the top shelf at the supermarket. I'm like, I must just walk around like this big, <laughs> big white girl. <laughs> They're oh like, fuck, gosh. she'll do. Speaking of getting asked for things, I was in a Mecca store the other day and it's been so long since this has happened. Oh, but I was like standing people? I was standing in the doorway swatching something with Adrian and this lady walks in and she's like standing in the doorway staring at me as I'm like swatching <laughs> something because I'm like interested to buy it. And she's like, is anyone going to help me? And I like turned around and looked at her and then I looked away because I was like, this is awkward. What oh do I God, say? I'm going to keep swatching things. And then she was like, excuse me and I was like I'm really sorry I don't work here oh my god I'd pay to can we please go into Eastland and ask for the CCTV because I would pay to see that (laughs) what did she say it was so unfortunate she was just like oh and like was a bit uncomfortable and I walked as she fucking should be because you don't work there she was being so rude to me (laughs) we were the greatest there were no greatest. It was Mecca Cosmetica, and the, one was at the till, and one was doing someone's makeup, and one was in the fragrance section. Like everyone was busy, and I was the only other person wearing black who wasn't busy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. That's so awkward. The hilarious thing was as well, like even if I was there, I was quote unquote, I was helping Adrian. Like yeah, he, he was my customer as far as she knew. So that's anyway. interesting. I swear. I get asked if I work in a shop every time I'm in one. David Jones oh. Chadston, people will chase me down. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't fucking work here. I don't know every single time. Like, I'm actually just walking through to go to the car park. If you could kindly find one of the many authentic sales assistants, there is something so retail about me. I don't know what it is. And it's certainly not my smiley face. <laughs> I was going to say, it's the resting bitch face. You're telling everyone to fuck right off and it yeah. looks like retail. Mm, maybe. We should do a day at Chadston dressed in our best retail. In ah! our best drama blacks. <laughs> we'll see how many times we get asked for help. Oh, my It'll God, please. That'd be a good TikTok. Yeah, let's do it. I think it would be a great TikTok, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel uncomfortable about it already. I'd be so good. I reckon I could just help people. Oh, same. And then someone would come over from the store and you'd be like, oh, um, thank you, Susie. I was just helping this lady here. <laughs> Susie here is after a pair of black pants for work. She prefers a wool or cotton blend. So far, we've looked at Anthea Crawford and Bianca Spender, but if you can show her anything else, that would be great. Thank you. I'm just going to go to my car now. <laughs> Okay. Um, On that note, should we wrap things? Absolutely need to wrap this up. I desperately need to wee. Shout out to everyone who didn't tell us to keep recording the podcast after last week's spiral. <laughs> oh, the real um, MVP. so everyone. I, didn't, I don't think we got a single message. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. So we're cancelling the podcast because you're all assholes. <sighs> okay. Bye. Um, <laughs> just, just finish things on insults every week now. Goodbye. See ya. Have a great week. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.